Welcome to Street Knowledge with Chris Graham. Moderate Republicans had their moment in the sun when they made sure that the Trump loyalists and the election denier Jim Jordan wasn't going to be the House Speaker. But the MAGAs are back flexing their muscles with one of their own in the Speaker position. Hey, Chris Graham here. We're talk uh, House Speaker election issues here on this podcast. Louisiana Republican Mike Johnson elected Speaker on Wednesday, ending more than three weeks of manufactured drama, pretty much where it started. Uh, the small group of manga loyalists that includes Bob Good, who represents the 5th District, which goes from Albemarle County down 29 to the North Carolina border. Um, they engineered the overthrow of Kevin McCarthy. It was only eight of them, but uh, eight eight in the, in the uh, closely uh, partisan divided house was more than enough to get rid of Kevin McCarthy. Now, McCarthy, his sin was, I don't know what his sin was, to be honest. I mean, I know that it was that he made a deal with with moderate Republicans and Democrats and President Biden to not shut the government down a few weeks ago. But it's not like he's um, a rhino, a Republican name only. Uh, Trump ring kisser, famously, uh, was McCarthy, a transactionalist who served for speaker just nine months. Um, not leaving office because he died or anything else, just because Matt Getz thought he needed to be um, punished. <laughs> and Bob Good and a few others agreed. That move precipitated three weeks of, let's just put it the way it is, House Republicans stepping on their own dicks, <laughs> beginning with Jim Jordan uh, running. Uh, and that was actually after Steve Scalise. Steve Scalise never even got a vote. Steve Scalise, not conservative enough for these folks, which is just interesting. Um, Steve Scalise, the guy who calls himself David Duke without the baggage, not conservative enough for these guys. Um, Jim Jordan. The uh, former college wrestler went to the mat three separate times in his bid to become a speaker. He took the fall in each. Well, how do you like that uh, set of puns there? Um, so Scalise failed. Jordan failed three times publicly. Um, he really wanted that job. Poor guy. Uh, and then there was a brief candidacy for a guy named Tom Emmer. Tom Emmer's sin is that he's actually a moderate Republican. Uh, boy, the guy, you know, Tom Emmer supports LGBTQ rights. Uh, he definitely doesn't want to shut the government down. He, he actually voted to certify the 2020 election. Unpardonable sins. Can't believe the guy's still a Republican. Uh, he never got an up and down vote on the floor either. His flame burned out on Tuesday. Uh, he got elected, not elected, got nominated by the House Republican Caucus uh, during the day on Tuesday. Never even got a vote. Pulled it, pulled his uh, name out four hours after winning that, that uh, House Republican Caucus vote. Um, uh, and so we got to Mike Johnson. Johnson's a Jordan pretty much clone, except maybe just not as, uh, you know, rancorous, but, uh, he's, he's just as bad. A Trump loyalist. He served on president, the uh, former president's impeachment defense team in 2020. He joined the group of 147 Republicans in both the House and Senate, uh, that, uh, voted against certifying the 2020 election. That group includes both Bob Good on the 5th District side. And then, so I mentioned that's 29, basically down from the northern Albemarle County line right before you get in the green, all the way down to Carolina. That's a long, that's a big district, uh, you know, lengthwise, certainly. if he, When I drive to North Carolina to go to cover uh, ACC sports down in the, uh, uh, down on Tobacco Road, uh, that's the way I take, 29. That's, that's, a, that's a long way. It's a long haul. Uh, ben Klein, 6th District, uh, that's basically 81 from Winchester-ish down to Salem. That's another long haul. Um, ben Klein also voted with that group of 147 that 
voted to decertify the election in 2020. Um, so today's another, no, yesterday, I should say, is another dark day in American political history. Uh, the, uh, you know, I got a couple of quotes, one sent to me by actually uh, Bob Good's folks. I think this is great. They, you know, Ben Klein dropped us, Bob Goodlatte, his predecessor, dropped us from their press list years ago because how dare we? We when sometimes we criticize these folks because we criticize anybody. Well, I'll, I'll criticize a Democrat. I'll criticize Tony Bennett if it has to be done right on, on the sports side. Uh, but Ben Klein won't send us anything as far as that goes. But Bob Good's people, they reached out and they wanted to make sure we were writing about them. Um, and they know we're probably not going to write nice things. But the statement from from Bob Good, the election of Mike Johnson as speaker represents a new day for America. He said the people's house has been restored with a true conservative leader. I'm going to emphasize, right? He is a humble servant. will bring a new level of trust and integrity to the speaker's chair. May God bless Speaker Mike Johnson and may God continue to bless America. My comment on that is America is going to need blessings from this God person. Um, <laughs> the first order of business, obviously, is to get the House back to work. Uh, they, they, the House had not done anything for 22 days other than squabble internally on the Republican side over who was going to be the speaker. Um, we have a November 17th deadline to keep the government open. Uh, of course, we have whatever is needing to be done uh, in terms of providing additional emergency funding to you know, both the uh, folks in Ukraine fighting Russia and now with the Israel-Hamas uh, situation in Gaza. Uh, and Congress has been doing nothing because both houses need to be able to pass legislation. And the House was leaderless and, and, and being leaderless could not do anything. So that's that's the first order of business is just getting back to work, just getting back to work. Hopefully they can do that. Um, so there we are. Hey, uh, if you, uh, and of course, from a uh, news and politics, pers particularly perspective here on Augusta Free Press, we've got uh, elections coming up in under two weeks, uh, two weeks from this past Tuesday, Virginia will be electing a new House of Delegates and State Senate. Uh, and when I say new, there's a lot of new there. There, you know, there's a lot of, I mean, with the re redistricting uh, after the 2020 census, lots and lots of new districts. Uh, there are, are people like our the longtime state senator, Emmett Hanger, who were ger effectively gerrymandered out of their seats. And so there's going to, you know, and, and district lines have changed dramatically. That state senate district, for example, we used to always be in a state senate district that was pretty much, it made sense for us. Uh, Augusta County was included with uh, parts of Albemarle, Green, Rockingham. Now, you know, my state Senate district goes all the way down to Roanoke. Um, the person running for the seat is, <laughs> I think he lives in that Roanoke area. He lives in that Roanoke area, uh, maybe Botetot or something like that. So um, I go to Roanoke zero times per year. I, I feel no uh, kinship, contiguity or anything else with folks down there. Now that's going to be someone who represents us. So I say all that to say, New General Assembly coming, uh, not only from that perspective, then in terms of the new people who will be representing you, but also uh, these elections coming up in a couple of weeks, the outcome of them will determine a lot as to the future of Glenn Youngkin, uh, the governor of Virginia elected two years ago. Uh, he has made it very clear he wants to run for president, but for him to run for president, he needs to win both the House and Senate. The House is a 5146 Republican majority with three open seats uh, or unfilled seats, I guess we could say. The Senate 2218 Democratic majority, lots of money being spent both both sides. Uh, if if Youngkin is able to pull this off, not only does he then decide to run for president, but also the lots of things are up for grabs. Um, abortion restrictions are likely 
just how stringent they are. Virginia is the last state in the South uh, to, to hold off on um, restrictions uh, in the wake of the Dodds ruling. Um, and there are other things obviously at play. Um, the anti-LGBTQ push that we've seen from Yunkin and his folks, um, the anti-DEI push, et cetera, et cetera. So any case, uh, we'll be covering us a lot the next few weeks, next couple weeks, certainly on Augusta Free Press. If you have anything that you want us to address specifically, um, any, anything for a mailbag, anything like that, please email me at chris at augustafreepress.com.